you do your roux in a microwave. This gut is beautiful and it's full of gumbo. Nick Saban puts tomatoes in his gumbo. Welcome to the Gumbo Show. Gumbo is a way of life. It is gumbo time once again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the only show in all of cyberspace devoted to the greatest food that God has ever given to the green earth itself. That is, of course, a delicious bowl of gumbo. As always, your gumbo hosts here, the Tom Holland and Toby McGuire of Gumbo, Brent Barksdale in North Texas. I'm Thayman Roberts in Southeast Louisiana. We are short one Spidey Spide for this week. Our buddy Dave Huguenel couldn't be with us this week. He is traveling on a work trip. Brent, what's happening? What's going on, Feynman? Um, here's the question. Have you seen the new Spider-Man? I have not seen the new Spider-Man. Have you seen the older Spider-Man? I have seen some Spider-Mans, yes. I saw the one Spider-Man. where that girl, that girl kissed him upside down. Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, That's the last that. one I saw. Now, I only saw that scene on YouTube. I haven't seen the movie. Great scene. Good. <laughs> flexibility brent installed a bar acting. in his house so he could experience it for himself that's right uh shout out i'd say, say you keep the marriage spicy i got <laughs> <laughs> uh spicy like a delicious bowl like I'm 40 bowl. years in counting or something. Uh, i've lost i've lost count <laughs> you I'm got sorry. married when you were eight years old yeah that was it. uh i uh i will put in this uh that i think my favorite Spider-Man movie that I have seen was the animated one Into the Spider-Verse. I think it was, I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was, it was really fun. Classic. Um, I haven't seen the new one. The reason I haven't seen the new one is actually kind of stupid, but um, the family and I were going to go see it and we were going to go to one of those local movie theaters that like serves you dinner. Yeah. While you eat. And so we bought our tickets kind of late. So the only tickets they could get were on the front row. And it was in four seats that the seats were broken so they wouldn't lean back. So the three- You, could, you them, had to look up with your neck the whole time. The wife and the two kids decided they were going to stick around and watch it. And I was like, um, no, I'm not trying to like need to see a chiropractor tomorrow. So I bailed on Smart. the star, star uh, Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man, so, yeah. Haven't seen What's, it. Uh, this yeah. is a gumbo podcast, right? It what are is, we talking about? It is. We should talk about, you know, every Marvel movie is basically a gumbo of a bunch of different superheroes. There you and go. I have to admit that the entire universe kind of perplexes me now. I'm just, I feel, I feel behind every time a new one comes out. Yeah, I, I'm way behind. What's Star Wars? I've never seen that. Any of the new ones. I remember when we were growing up, I remember Luke James and I would play Star Wars in our rooms, at his room, at his house when I would visit. Shout out Luke uh, James. Luke James, he went to U High with us in Baton Rouge. Anyway, but that's, I have not seen any of the new Star Wars movies, TV shows, streams, whatever it's on. I'm behind. Well, you Boba, are behind. Boba Fett or something? Or? There's the book of Boba Fett, which I haven't seen yet, but The Mandalorian is fantastic. There you go. Love it. Sure, it's great. Love it. I love Star Wars. I, I'm pretty easy to convince to watch a Star Wars movie, mostly because I want to live in star wars world well my goal is to eat enough gumbo that i look like that 
big fat character. What's his name? <laughs> Jabba, Jabba the, the Hutt. Hut. That's me, Jabba <laughs> the Hutt. Especially after, uh, hopefully, and I think we're going back to the uh, World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off Championship Super Bowl in New Iberia, Louisiana. Yes. Yes, Shout that Avery will be in company. October. Yeah, I think we're going. I, I've already uh, informed uh, somebody that my son is playing. He has a show that weekend, but we've said we're going to we're going to tell him he's playing Thursday because Friday his daddy has to head to Louisiana. <laughs> has to be a new Iberia. Well, that's so. awesome. And I'm glad you brought that up, Brent, because that gumbo, the World Championship Gumbo Cookoff put on by the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce. Shout out the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce. That World Championship Gumbo Cookoff happens in October. Yeah. Which, according to a recent article, may actually lie outside of gumbo season. Yeah. Uh, due to everyone's favorite uh, boogeyman. And I'm not talking about Vladimir Putin. Nope. I'm talking about climate change. That's right. We're getting political on this. We're getting political on this uh, talk show. Uh, I'm gonna let you explain it. Let me just kind of tee, tee uh, I guess, lob it for you to take up. But we were Googling gumbo like we do on most evenings because that's how, what we do. We like and to this, stay on top of gumbo news. We're topical. And this uh, groundbreaking article came out and I don't even have it up in front of me. I'm going by memory, but, and you have it up, it looks like on your screen. I do. But literally climate change. It's It's affecting everything, even gumbo season. Right. So, this is this could be alarming to some. Uh, it's not alarming to me because every season, every day, there's no gumbo season for me. If the sun is up, uh, it's a new day that I'm going to eat gumbo, no matter what the temperature, no matter whose climate change is coming after me. Al Gore be damned. I'm, I'm eating gumbo. Now, Feynman, what's your take on this? You have the right, article. All right. Up. You just just slow your roll here a little bit, Chief. I know. I know. This article has charts. So they're like official. It so is. Maybe it's real, but I don't. I'm still going to eat the gumbo on the sun. I was about to say, you would sit on the surface of the sun and and ask for a bowl of gumbo. So we need a couple of things to talk about with this. And if you're, if you've a regular listener to our show, you have, you have heard for sure this, uh, this argument before, but, but this article, it, it, first of all, it's a couple of things we need to discuss. And by the way, we should shout it out. It's on 538.com. So it's it's very data centric, although it's a lovely picture at the top of a bowl of gumbo cooking. It's uh, it's by Daniel Babin. How would you rate that gumbo? The picture looks pretty good, if I remember. Oh, yeah. Dude, that pot is so dirty and looks so warm. I know. You know that gumbo is delicious. Oh, yeah. It's got you know, some stank it, to it. <laughs> it's, from Getty, it's from Getty Images. So it was probably yeah. filmed in a, on a soundstage. But it looks it looks fantastic. So, uh, so according to this article by Mr. Babin, who identifies himself as being two interesting things. Number one, um, he has grandparents in Vilplat, which is interesting, and he's a climate scientist. There you uh, go. So he's he's got some credentials, and he graphs. Well, first of all, let's talk about this. He identifies gumbo weather starting at 50 degrees that's okay. where gumbo weather is below 50 degrees is gumbo weather um false i actually <laughs> endorse this and i'm gonna we're gonna go back you can't eat gumbo in july it is do we need to get this guy on the show and just read in the riot act bloody and wait till dave dave and i against you two that'd be a fair fight i mean yeah fair if like 
you guys getting totally eviscerated was fair. We'll see. But he tracks temperatures and shows right. that the um, the historical and this is going to sound very stat stat nerdy. The historical and projected share of days in New Orleans with a high below fifty. So the percentage of days in each month that are with a have a high temperature below fifty degrees. Um, if you look at this chart, uh, in between nineteen sixty and nineteen eighty nine. You had something like 20% of days in January, 10% of days in December, and almost 10% of days in February, where the high degree was below, the high was below 50 degrees, or as he says, gumbo weather. But then between 1990 and 2019, those numbers went down. And for instance, January, we'll just take January because that's the biggest month. The percentage of days where the high was 50 was like 12. And then 20, he projects out between 2020 and 2049, it'll be more like eight. And then between 2050 and 2079, it's going to be more like 6% of days where the high. So Daniel Babin's thesis here is definitely that the number of gumbo weather days in gumbo season, which we all know exists. Did you hear that noise, much fewer. Feynman? Do you hear that noise? It's everybody turn the channel after all those statistics. Yeah, it was a lot. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. So basically he's saying gumbo weather is getting less and less likely in New right. Orleans. Gumbo season um, is just is just getting shorter, shorter, shorter. Yeah. For people like yourself, I you know, I'm gonna eat the gumbo. So this article, uh, be damned. Uh science, whatever, I'm eating the gumbo. All right, so cool. Great charts. I'm sure he's done amazing research, all for nothing because it doesn't affect me. And I invite Kevin or whoever. No, these are the researchers. So look, a guy named Kevin, Sean, Radley, Richard, yeah, all added the research to this article. God bless them. Um, yeah, I mean, I think what you're saying is not so much that you disagree with his temperature data. What you're saying is that by pegging this to gumbo season to a particular temperature, you reject the absolute premise of that argument. Yeah, I mean, it was a non-starter as soon as I read the headline. So here's the deal. I'm not denying anything other than I'm not going to deny myself a bowl of gumbo. You're a gumbo Just by looking at the denier. weather. I'm a gumbo climate denier, and that's a fact. <laughs> Those are the that's facts. It. Man, I wish yeah. Dave was here. This would be brutal for you, but that's fine. Um, I think I can handle Dave, too. Yeah. Well, he's too busy we'll palling around in Arizona bragging yeah. about getting Tasso on a pizza. Yeah. See, Dave wanted us to mention, he's like, well, all I have to offer this week anyway, I know I'm in the airport, I probably can't jump on, is that I had pizza and it had Tasso on it. And it was delicious. So that's his I contribution. Mean, Tasso is great. And it's really best in a bowl of gumbo. And it's really best in a bowl of gumbo when the temperature is below 50 degrees. <laughs> Everybody knows. You don't like, you don't see kids come in from a two-a-day football practice in August and immediately just scoop a big <laughs> a bowl of gumbo. gumbo. That's horrifying. Yeah. That's horrifying. That's because it's not gumbo weather in August. I got to tell I'm just going to move farther north so that I can have a long gumbo season. Yeah. My favorite part of the whole article is the ending paragraph where it's like, we most often hear about the more apocalyptic facets of climate change you know drought starvation migration wildfires but he's like but i mean can you imagine less gumbo season <laughs> anyway how does that compare 
It's just how, all how you look at it and how you approach life. I mean, the loss of gumbo due to climate change would, in fact, be the most apocalyptic scenario yeah, for this show. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be yeah. that yeah. would be is awful. Your, look, my bowl is your bowl half empty or half full? My bowl is half full because <laughs> I'm going to eat the eat the gumbo. My my bowl is spilling over the side. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm I'm probably going to make gumbo in the next week for the last time this season. Oh, is it warming up over there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was 80, it was 30 degrees a Friday. Uh, we actually had a freeze. I think it was down to 26, and then it got back up, and now it's 80-something today. Yeah, well, it's, you guys had some crazy weather up in that North Texas uh, region. Yeah. Because you got no trees and no water to stop that weather from just coming down, off, that weather. to. Yeah. I think we're in an official drought, is what, is what they're saying. So that's cool. We're trying to build a house out here, so we don't want rain. We want dry skies so we can keep building. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Well, we can agree that the climate information is interesting, but that it may not have the impact on gumbo season for us, the gumbo diehards. I think we can agree. Yeah. I just think that, that everybody needs to email this guy. Um, so Daniel Babin at 538, and I need hate mail. I think we need some hate mail. <laughs> yes, we deny his premise d- just talk to him about the problem at pegging gumbo weather at 50 degrees because i i would say you probably can have a decent bowl of gumbo under 60 degrees maybe if you're yeah. counting yeah that's fine so i'm gonna have uh are we done with this horrible trash article can we move can we move on <laughs> yeah let's move on um so i plan to have um so tomorrow I'm going to Corville's Catering in Beaumont, Texas. So uh, did you, I sent you guys their, yes. their in, Instagram yes. account. Let me find this Instagram account because I want everybody I to go right look here, at the. Buddy. So Delicious Corville here it is. Of, uh, gumbo with some uh, potato yes. salad. Oh, they just it. added jambalaya. It looks like so. It's literally Instagram slash Corville's TX. C-O-U-R-V-I-L-L-E-S-T-X. Go to their Instagram. It's like their fourth post, their gumbo. It's got potato salad in it. I don't know. It looks good to me. It looks great. Good shrimp. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going there tomorrow. Uh, and there's a, a the I'm going because my son is playing a show there. But the best part is they serve those that show up uh, for the dinner a Cajun buffet. So it's a buffet of whatever, but it's not, you know, they're from Louisiana. So if you just look at their website and their Instagram, I mean, this food is amazing. So I'm hoping they have gumbo. I'm praying to the gumbo gods that they were inspired. But uh, it looks like chicken and sauces, jambalaya this week. So we'll probably get some of that. That looks pretty good. Anyway, you call, you Corville's. You call them ahead of time and tell them you want some gumbo. It's, it's too late. We're like, you know, we're just honored to be able to play there for the good folks in Beaumont, Texas. So I don't want to like request oh, yeah. them. It's my son's show. I don't want to overstep. You so. need to try to get a uh, Beaumont hot link. That's the uh, the Beaumont bar. Oh, I have specialty. great news. I have great oh. news for you. Yeah. Uh, and you can, you can visit. So the same guys that have Corville's put on a hot link festival. Oh. Yes. And there is a, there's, there's some discussions of uh, a certain person I'm related to playing that festival. So I'll let you know in a couple a couple of weeks if that's going to happen but no, yeah they have a hot, hot link they, buddy yeah so there's a hot link festival that's so, uh, uh oh wait i think that's a different group i think we got invited to the hot link festival before they're doing a hog 
uh, festival. <laughs> there's so much food in Texas with music. Yeah, there's a hot link festival that he is already invited to. Yes. And that is in, uh, I forget the city, but yeah, it looks crazy. Buna. Like the whole, what is it? I don't know. Buna. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I, I can have tell a buddy you. from Buna, Texas. Yeah, it's not it. But uh, he's, yeah, I, I looked at the website and there's a lot of hot links in that town. It's kind of what they're well, famous for. Well, Palestine, sounds, Texas, I think. No, that's hot pepper. Anyway, that's as you can see, awesome. I'm prepared. So next week, you will have to update us on the Corville Catering Gumbo situation as you experience yeah. it before we it's wrap in, up. Hold on, hold on. It's in uh, Pittsburgh, Texas. It's the Texas Hot Link Festival in Pittsburgh, Texas. All right. Get I excited. have no idea where Pittsburgh, Texas is. I don't know, somewhere, but it's uh, January, February, April 30th, 2022. The Hot Links Festival, Texas Hot Links. Uh, All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Before we wrap up this uh, this episode, I wanted to give a special shout out. Uh, although he doesn't need a shout out from us, but Bakari Sellers, who some of you may have heard of, is a former South Carolina elected official and now uh, nationally syndicated or nationally, I don't know, he's a political commentator. But I was at an event and he was there this weekend. We had a brief interview in which we talked about gumbo. And Bakari Sellers is a gumbo devotee. He's a brethren in gumbo. He loves gumbo. The one thing he says is he doesn't want any okra in his gumbo. He only eats okra fried. He also recommended, because he's from South Carolina, that I try Gullah Geechee gumbo, low country gumbo that is cooked there in South Carolina. So just want to give him a quick shout out, say, we feel you, bro. We we're with you on the gumbo side of things. And, was he combative? Uh, was he combative or accepting? And and he wasn't trying to uh, say his gumbo is better than our gumbo. I would which say I respect. no, no. He wasn't like that at all. But I would say that our our um, our exchange included some banter, in banter. which he took note of the fact that I was wearing an LSU shirt and that South Carolina had just beat LSU in women's basketball. South oh, Carolina number that. one number one team in the country, I believe, yeah. in women's basketball. They have a good team, and that's nice. And I told him that was all good and stuff. Um, and then I asked him if South Carolina still played football. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so... Um, Wasn't Spurrier their last winning coach? No, I've, I've lost track. Spurrier, yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> Who knows? Champ coached there for a little bit. So yeah. uh, We'll see how we do this year. So anyway, just shout out to Bakari Sellers. Uh, yeah, shout out for uh, for you know game recognized game when it came to gumbo in the middle of this uh, large event that was going on at Tulane here in New Orleans. Can he, would he survive our show if he came on? Let's do. It. I think I think he would. Uh, I think he would fare pretty well. I I think he's used to the give and take nature. Yeah, I bet. Our yeah. Show. Yeah. Um, I wonder what he thinks about the climate change article and the gumbo season. <laughs> we should ask him. Well, I bet in South Carolina you get a little bit more gumbo season way up there. Yeah. I always yeah. joke that you're not from the real South unless you consider South Carolina to the North. Wow. You know, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, look, that's going to, I think, uh, Brent, unless you've got something else to bring, bring in. It's all uh, I've got. I'm white. I'm white clean. That <laughs> <laughs> came out weird. <laughs> I've got Brent's, nothing else. Brent's white, everyone. Congratulations. I'm, 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 I'm white. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Gumbo Show. Shout out to Dave. 
Uh, he'll be back with us next time, I'm sure. As always, hit us up on our socials on Twitter at Gumbo Show, on Instagram at Doug Gumbo Show. That's at DA Gumbo Show. We have Facebook page, just search The Gumbo Show. And we also have a web so- website, gumboshow.us. Email us, tweet us, tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. We'll Stalk us. With you. Reach out to us. And until next time, may your roost be dark and your bulls be full. 